Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it, unfucking believable Casbo Rants, let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers, welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Cole, I'm Casba, or the ranting part of Casba, and I am here to spew my opinions upon you about the topics that I think are valuable, insightful, and all, otherwise all around great way to help you be have a better lifestyle experience. Yeah, but before we get started, uh, a quick shout out to our paid sponsors. Hey, you know what? Smart Swingers Read. Check out ASN Lifestyle Magazine today, asnlifestylemagazine.com. If you want to know what's going on in the swinging world, they are the place to be and the people to talk to and the things to read. Check them out. <coughs> and my allergies are going ape shit. And also, you're listening to the show. You know what? You'll read that mag. Come on, fuckers. Buy some swag. Go to Full Swap Shop. Today, fullswapshop.com. Get all of your favorite merchandise from some of the biggest shows in the industry out there right now. The official merchandise. You want to check it out. So, it is uh, Friday night. It's April 9th. This is like episode that we're like season two episode, I don't know, 34, 35. Somewhere in there. And I've got opinions to share and things to talk about and get ready to go. And here we go. So, tonight, the topics, the topic of discussion that I want to hit on tonight is I want to talk about, well, how do I want to do this? How do I want to say this? How do I want to not offend? Oh, wait, I know. I don't give a fuck if I offend. There you go. I remember that now. Here's the fucking deal. I'm a firm believer in life. Things are very, very simple, okay? There is no gray area in life. Things are right or things are wrong. There's not a gray area. So that carries directly over into the swinging world as well. And you go, okay, so what are you talking about specifically? Well, what I want to talk about tonight is I want to talk about rule-breaking, cheating, whatever you want to say. You know, if you listen to our other show, you know that we deal with this these types of questions all the time. And I wanted to talk about it on our rant because I think this is a huge, huge area that swingers, both new swingers and, and maybe sometimes experienced swingers, deal with more and have more of a challenge handling is figuring out, you know, we we put such an emphasis on rules, right? And we understand the values of rules, but it's kind of like being really fat and having uh, the lap band surgery done and then figuring out how to cheat the system and then wondering why it doesn't work. Like, if you have the lap band system done, you can only you're supposed to eat certain amounts of food, very minimal amounts. And you figure out, though, people you can if you spend the time, and people do all the time, they figure out how to cheat the system, how to basically eat more so they can do what they want and still have the lap band system. And the problem is, guess what happens? The results don't end up turning out very well. The system doesn't work. No, the system works just fine. You just cheated the system. There's a difference. And this is the same thing with rules in the lifestyle. So we talk about swinging in rules. We all know it. We all say we agree we have to have them. 
And then we talk about, and, and, and we're just as bad on crazy truth, as talking about when things happen, sometimes rules get broken. And we, we talk to people. We actually try to help people, and a lot of podcasts do, on how to deal with when the rule was broken. Maybe what we should be looking at, more importantly, is why was the rule broken? How it, it, It's so easy to take and say, I didn't mean to. I'll give you a perfect example. A lot of couples, the rule is no, no sex without condoms. How does that rule get broken? How is that a mistake or an accident or anything else? Is it really? I mean, we and we've done shows. We've talked about the fact that accountability and you can't say, I just lost control. But, but we do it. People say that and we accept that as an answer. And thus the consequences of breaking those rules become something like, well, we're going to sit and talk it out and work it out and figure out how the rules can be better implemented or what better rules to apply. Here's the problem with that. I think maybe sometimes we're doing a disservice with that. The reality is the rule was broken. The rule shouldn't have been broken. It was. It was a choice. That's the, there, There's not a gray area here. And that becomes the problem. Now, on some rules like the kissing rule or... I don't know. Remembering to to you know you're texting somebody and you didn't you forgot to show your spouse to text. Okay, shit can happen, I guess. But what starts to go into, and we just dealt with this on the other show, and and it it really has been pondering my mind since that happened, is that when you start playing alone, and so many couples are doing this, they're playing alone. The rules are it it it, it you have to like. It's self, self-policing of the rules. So if you break a rule and you're playing alone, the only way anybody's ever going to know, really, is if you self-report. It, this is like golf. It's like taking the extra swing and nobody saw it and you have the choice. You can either take and admit that it happened or not. And I think in life, we love gray areas. We love to try to say, well, it was broken rule. Well, it wasn't that big a deal. Well, it was a little white lie. But it's not. It's cheating. It's, it's wrong. There is, no, there is no gray area about it. So you start getting into rules that become very, very serious. If, if, if your rule is no kissing, I don't understand that rule personally. That's beside the point. If your rule is no kissing... And you're on a play date by yourself. And you are just making out hardcore because you want to. You're cheating. You didn't break a rule. You're cheating. If your rule is you can play alone with certain people. And you tell your spouse that you have, you're going to go, you're going to go to have a play date. You tell them it's a play date. You just don't go into details about it. And you specifically go and fuck somebody that's on the no-fly list, that would be cheating. We'd all go, well, of course, that's cheating. But what about when we break the other rules? What about when we break the no-condom rules? What about when we break the no-kissing rules? What about when we break whatever it is? No snuggling, no cuddling. There's nobody there to take and, and police it. There's no one to look over and go on the way home, hey, wait a minute, I thought we agreed that wasn't okay. Think about this for a minute. Okay, so I'll give a rule, a rule that, uh, it's not really a rule, but a thing that Miss Amanda and I have. Anal sex is pretty much off limits. 
That's 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 a no go. That's and and primarily the the biggest reason that is off limits now is because I I don't think I haven't fucked her in the ass for I don't know how long. Well over a year. It's just not a big thing that she wants to do. She would want to really warm up before she get there. At one time, it was a big. It was a rule that anal sex was off limits. So it was off limits for another guy to fuck her in the ass. It was off limits for me to fuck a girl in the ass. It was off limits. Okay. If we're playing alone, which we do and we have for a while, and I go and hook up with a girl and I fuck her in the ass. I've told Miss Amanda where I'm going to be. I've told her who I'm hooking up with. And I tell her about most of the night. We talk about most of it, but I conveniently leave that little part out. Did I really just break a rule? Or did I cheat? That's huge. That's a huge concept. That's a huge thought process that you have to think about. Now, in my opinion, and everybody's going to have a different opinion. In my opinion, you cheated. I mean, you blatantly lied. You knew you made a choice that was against the rules. You made a choice. And you, and you did that. Now, maybe you're at a point in your relationship that it's more of a suggestion. There are rules. You will get to a point, or some people do, we do, where it's not so much we have rules. It's kind of more of a common courtesy thing that now, look, if all of a sudden Amanda is hooking up with a guy and she really wants to take in the ass, and you know it would be awkward to stop everything and call me and go, hey, I, we wouldn't care at this point in time. But she would come home and say, hey, so this is what I did. And we would talk about it. That, but our relationship is at a point that we can handle that. There wouldn't be any sneaking around about it. There wouldn't be like, shh, we're just not going to say anything. Then it didn't happen. But our relationship and, and our lifestyle journey is at a point that we can do that. I'm bringing this up because right now a lot of people are going, oh, well, that doesn't happen, you know, or that wouldn't happen to us, or that's never happened to us, or that won't ever happen to us. And there's also people listening right now going, yeah, that'll never happen. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Sweating it because they know damn good and well it has happened. And what I want to try to do is it's not so much that we're trying to scare people away from playing alone or cause your spouse or significant other to doubt you or you to doubt them and playing alone. I'm talking about it because I think it's an important aspect of playing alone to understand it is a different ball game than when you're playing as a couple or when you're a group or when you're both there. When you are playing alone, the level of trust that you need to have with each other and the level of communication is higher than, than in any other point in time in the lifestyle. Because you're not these rules, the, the things that you have in place are they they really become almost suggestions. It, it's really funny in the lifestyle that there is this huge, huge anti cheaters. A lot of people. Fuck oh my god, there's a lot of people, you know, I will never play with somebody if their spouse doesn't know what they're doing. Okay. And I kind of get it. I kind of don't. But I, whatever, I, I suppose. But my thing is this. How is it that 
people will make that blanket statement. You know, if somebody's found out that they're playing without their spouse's permission, people want them kicked out of out of social media groups. They want them outed. They want all this shit. You will do all those things. You will go to that extreme. You'll be that pissed about the concept of cheating. You'll be that angry and upset and put this moralistic foot down on the concept of cheating, yet you will not do the same thing with your spouse or another couple you play with or someone that habitually breaks your rules when you're together. You will not be that, that... that strong willed and that vocal and pissed off if your sniffing other breaks that rule when they're playing alone breaks a rule when they're playing alone if you even know you will not be that adamant it's so funny what is the moralistic difference in this i mean do we really believe that that actually everybody that says these things and everybody that plays alone actually follows all their rules I mean, here's the reality of it. it. There's no gray area. It's like when people put condoms only on, on their profiles. That is the biggest bullshit line known to man. We will never have sex without condoms. You know what? I have a couple playmates that they are adamant. They only play with condoms, and they do. And we've been playing for a while, and they only play with condoms. But you know what? Most people, whether it be because of booze, uh, drugs, or comfort level, eventually that rule gets relaxed. But they still keep it on there. They'll still wear it as a badge of honor. This is a huge gray area. So do we actually think that line on our profile like that is better than that's okay, but someone who is not telling their spouse they're doing it, that's that's totally wrong? One of them has the consequences of potentially death if you get the right STD, right? I mean... There's some serious consequences if, if you if something like that happens. But we separate the two because we love to live in the fact that there that we try to create this gray area. And there is no gray area in the lifestyle. That is why and how you become a victim of the lifestyle. You have to remove it. You have to put a hard a a, a hard wall, a hard stop in place saying this is where we stand. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If your rule, if you are adamant against kissing, that's your rule, okay? And you cannot look at your spouse or significant other and say with 100% complete, 100% complete certainty that when you're playing alone, that if someone starts to make out that you'll say, no, I'm sorry, that's against our rule, and mean it. Or if you've been in that situation and you were unable to actually stop and not do that, then you know what? You're lying and you need that rule is not effective. And if you maintain that rule and you're not doing it, you're lying. You're cheating. You're no better than the person that's cheating on their wife or their husband. I want that to sink in a little bit because right now people I want that to to, to really fester in, in your in your brains as you listen to this because there is no gray area. I want I'm not trying to discourage anybody from playing separately. I really, truly believe in this lifestyle, more people need to take and fucking really think about if they are truly ready to play alone. Because I believe that when people start playing alone, weird shit starts to happen if you're not ready. We were in this lifestyle for almost 
six, almost seven years before we ever played alone. And then we took it very slow. And we still had bumps in the road that we had to work through and, and emotions. And, and it took the fact that we have tremendous communications to be able to get through it. And people are just like willy-nilly this, well, we're just going to play alone and that's all okay. No, it's not. If you're not ready for it, if you're going to gray air it, if you go, well, what she doesn't know won't hurt her, what he doesn't know won't hurt him, yes, it will. The lifestyle has no place for gray area. It just doesn't. And you have to be willing to understand that. And you have to be willing to counter that nature that we all have to, in self-preservation to, to give in to that. Or we have to take an honest look and maybe reevaluate how we choose to judge others on some of their activities. How we choose to judge the person that's playing without their wife or their husband's knowledge. The the you know the people that have a different moral and ethic value system than we do. And right now, I understand, I'm not sticking up and I'm not saying one way or the other whether or not people that are playing without the knowledge of their significant other is right or wrong. That is, in my opinion, a decision they have to live with. That's their consequence that they have to deal with. But I'm just saying that we as people in the lifestyle that are so quick to judge need to take a hard look and go, how many gray areas do we have? How many times are you going to allow your spouse or significant other or yourself to break a rule and, and, and just say, oh, my God, you know, I got caught up. I had too much to drink. I was too excited, whatever, and justify breaking a rule. When are you going to start to look at just how serious it is? I promise you, if, you if, if, if couples will take and have honest, hardcore discussions about their rules, honest, hardcore discussions about uh, what is and is not okay and 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 take breaking a rule way more serious there will be a shit ton less drama in the lifestyle a shit ton less misunderstandings a shit ton less hurt feelings a shit ton of happier couples and also couples that are uh, improving their marriage on a daily basis finally the last part of my rant <coughs> I hope that I hope people will take this part to heart. If you are a couple that you are looking at delving into the world of playing alone and playing separately, I sincerely hope that you will honestly sit down together and evaluate where your relationship is at, where your level of communication is at, where your level of trust is at. Here is the reality of this. Once trust is broken in playing alone, it can do more than damage any more swinger experiences. It can demolish marriages. It can demolish lives. Where are you at? I know it's exciting, and I know that seems like a business part of it or a, a, a boring part of it or a downer part of it. But I promise you, if you make sure that you are both on the exact same page, you both have an understanding, you both totally feel ready. Granted, you're still going to have a learning curve. That's okay. You're still going to have maybe some rougher 
patches and things you got to talk and work through. That's okay. But if you go into it with a much better understanding of of where you're at and that the level of of your relationship can handle it, I think you will find it will be a much more enjoyable experience for both of you. It can be a ton of fun. It can be a great time. It can be all of those things. But you have to lay the right groundwork. You have to make sure that you're ready for that step. Look, just because you evaluate your relationship and you go, you know what? Hey, I don't really think maybe I'm quite ready for that yet now. That doesn't mean you can't ever do it. It just means right now you're not quite ready for it. I can honestly say that if we'd have tried to play alone two years into our relation, two years into our, our swinging adventure and our swinging lifestyle journey, I can tell you bad things would have happened. We were not ready for it. We weren't ready for it till we were ready for it. And even then it took it took time. But we had honest discussions leading up to it. There was a time if you would have asked us when we were two and three years into the lifestyle, we said we would never play alone. We said we didn't ever want to play separate rooms. At that time, we weren't ready for it, but we were honest with ourselves and each other, and we avoided so many pitfalls because of it. So there you go. No gray areas. If you'll eliminate the gray areas, then you will find that you will base and just have such a happy, happy, happy swinging experience. Tell you what, kids, keeping it real, doing it the only way we know how, this rant is over.